You're listening to Hysterically Speaking. In this podcast, we'll explore paths to healing so that you can reclaim your voice, express yourself authentically, and stand in your power as the goddess you've always been. If it's a topic related to healing, growth, or empowerment, we'll be diving into it here. I'm your host, Erin Price. Welcome. Hello, my lovely goddesses and enlightened deities. Welcome to Hysterically Speaking. Today we're going to be talking about nurturing ourselves and one technique that we can use to give ourselves a little extra boost of self-care that takes very little time and can help get us into a more positive mindset. For about the past year, I've been doing a practice where I do one nice thing for myself every day. And yes, it can be something as small as remembering to drink enough water. But what I've learned is taking the opportunity to do one thing each day that allows me to care for myself, it really, really pays off. It has the ability to transform your life when you're taking good care of yourself. For me, it allows me to be more in the flow, more connected to my creativity, It allows me to think more clearly, to be more in touch with what I want. It allows me to be more connected to my higher self and what my higher self wants for me in this lifetime. But then comes back to school time. So maybe like me, you have kids that have just gone back to school. Maybe you're going back to school yourself. Or maybe you work three jobs and back to school time doesn't register for you. You're always busy. Keeping up with all that we need to do leaves us overwhelmed. And the first thing that many of us allow to fall by the wayside or that slips to the bottom of our priority list is the practice of doing those things that allow us to better take care of ourselves. When you think about self-care or nurturing yourself, I find it useful to keep a running list of things that I know light me up, so to speak, things that allow me to care for myself to feel cared for. These can be as simple as remembering to drink enough water every day, or these can be much bigger as going on a vacation or taking time and money out for a spa day. It could be spending that extra time with your kids. It could be eating food that nourishes your body. It could be exercising. It could be participating in an activity that you love. It could be meeting up with an old friend or having a long conversation with a family member on the phone. It's going to be a little bit different for every one of us. But the practice of doing one thing like that, at least one thing like that every day, is going to pay off in the long run and allow us to feel more nurtured. And when we're feeling more nurtured, when we're continuing to show up for ourselves like this, it allows us to be more aligned with our higher self. It allows us to operate at a higher vibration. It allows us to have an easier time to self-regulate our emotions when things get out of whack. There are so many long-term benefits to regularly caring for yourself that It should be a priority. But again, as I said, 
when things get busy, it is often one of the things that just slips off the list because we're doing a lot of things for a lot of people. A lot of people have expectations of us and demands on our time that it can slip lower on the list to take care of ourselves. I watched a YouTube video recently of an interview with Jay Shetty and Dr. Joe Dispenza. In the conversation, they were saying something along the lines of when someone says they don't have 20 minutes to meditate, they really should take an hour to do so. And I really get what they're trying to say here. I really do. But my brain just isn't there yet. I understand it. I get it. But there still is that part of me, the like, ah, there's too many things to do part of me that feels like even finding five minutes seems like an impossible task. So what do we do then? It's easy to say just boost the priority of that up higher. And maybe when I'm further along in my own journey of transformation, I will be able to do that. I will be able to say, well, of course, I just need to take an hour. And maybe I should just start doing that. But we're accepting ourselves where we are, and we're figuring this out as we go. And, well, let's go back. So what, what does this busy day look like? You know, for me, I've had much busier days than this, but this is just, this is my day yesterday. Started with a doctor's appointment for my younger daughter. It was an annual physical. So I had to take her for that and fill out a mountain of paperwork. My older daughter was going to have an appointment later that day, so I also filled out a mountain of paperwork for her. And so you're getting all these details. You're opening up your phone to look up the phone number of the pharmacy, the address of the pharmacy, the phone number of an emergency contact, pulling out your insurance card to put down identification numbers for insurance. So there were about, you know, 15 pages in each one of these packets, and I did one for each of my daughters. Meanwhile, I'm answering the doctor's question. I'm there for my daughter during her appointment. Then drive her to school, drop her off. The, the grade my daughter's going into, she needs extra vaccinations. So I was supposed to get that form, but I forgot. So I was going back to the doctor later in the day. I could just get it then. No problem. Go home, do some of my work work that I have deadlines on. I got a lot accomplished, but before I knew it, it was time to turn around and go back and pick up my other daughter from her school to bring her to her appointment. Fortunately, I had already filled out this mountain of paperwork for her, so I didn't need to do that again. But it, it was a very emotionally intense appointment because she needed a shot and she has a strong fear of needles. Go back home, work a few minutes more on my work, and then it's time for a new routine that I'm doing with my younger daughter where we sit at the table and go over class by class what she's done in school that day so that we're both not overwhelmed by the amount of work coming in that she has to handle. This is something that's been overwhelming for me personally because I get overwhelmed when too many sources of information are coming from too many directions at once. 
So when I know some assignments are told to the kids verbally, others are on this app, others are on the other app, others might be sent via email, it just overwhelms me. And I know it overwhelms her. So we have this new system in place where we sit down, we go over everything day by day, class by class, so we're both on the same page. There are no surprises. We can set up a system that allows us to not be overwhelmed. So after sitting down with her to review the school day and what homework she had, I had to do a little bit more work. I had to email a document, make changes to my calendar, and move a class one of my daughters is taking to another day and a few other smaller logistical items. I also took a picture of the document and emailed it into the health office about my daughter's vaccinations. On this particular night of the week, both of them have different extracurricular activities. So I have to get them to do different places at approximately the same time, within 15 minutes of each other. And one of them's activity lasts an hour, the other's activity lasts two hours. So I needed to make sure everybody was fed early before they went to these because my older daughter wasn't going to be home until after 8.30. Fortunately, I had leftovers from the night before. So we ate, and then we left for the activities. And in coming back home, one of my daughters was upset about something that had been going on for her personally, and I sat there and supported her and listened to her. There was some conflict in the day, too. A couple of uncomfortable and difficult conversations had to happen. And I'm proud of myself that I actually had the conversations rather than just push them aside because I have in the past tended to be conflict-averse. But I stepped up and had those conversations, even though they were very uncomfortable, they needed to happen. So that was my day. But where in there did I actually do anything to nurture myself? Did I have enough water? Did I take a relaxing bath? Did I go on a walk? Did I exercise? Did I call a friend? I did none of those things. I'm going to suggest a different way of looking at this, though. Let's start by recognizing that technically, no, I haven't done any of those things. I had a sandwich on the couch while I was working. I did not mindfully drink my coffee or really do much mindfully at all. But what if I change my perspective a little bit? What if I look at all that I have done today and celebrate that? Congratulations, Erin. Today, you've done the following. One gotten everyone where they needed to be when they needed to be there. Two, supported my kids in a lot of different ways, emotionally, physically. They are healthy, cared for, and supported. And they had what they needed to be successful in everything that they were doing today. Three, we're on track with my younger child's schoolwork and developing a good pace so that neither of us gets lost or overwhelmed as the school year goes on. Four, got two future episodes finished for this podcast. From editing to correcting the sound, 
as best I can. I know I'm not perfect at that, but I do the best I can to coming up with a title and writing the show notes. Five, I drank some water and had healthy enough food. And those are the wins for today. But some other side wins related to that are that I have the infrastructure in place that allows me to be a little more streamlined when creating a podcast episode, say, to going over my daughter's homework with her. I had leftovers. I made enough food for two nights because I knew that I was going to be busy. And running all around with my kids, I knew that I was going to be busy, so I'd I'd planned ahead. So there was a lot of infrastructure there already, and I created that. I created that infrastructure that allowed me to allow things to go a little bit more smoothly. I haven't always had that infrastructure. I didn't grow up in an environment that taught me how to build that for myself. So learning to create that infrastructure so that I don't get overwhelmed, that's a big win for me. Not a small win, but a big win. But yeah, so what if I just look at this differently? When I was working in the corporate world, it felt like even if I had done all of these things and had in my job been incredibly productive that day and gotten a lot of things to a lot of people, I would likely have been met with somebody just pointing out what I had done wrong, what I hadn't done yet, or just giving me another load of work. I was never nurtured the way I needed to be in that environment. Back in the day, when it was mostly men in the workforce, people had secretaries, people had office supplies, some people had company cars. We don't have any of those things. We're meant to be scrappy and produce more now than people have ever been expected to produce. We don't tend to get thanked for it or acknowledged for it, but more often than not, we get criticized for the quality of what we have output. But it just feels like we're always working with that. It's like, I've done all of these good things, and somebody points out what's wrong. What if we changed that? I invite you to do the same thing. Look at all the things that you did today, yesterday, last week, whatever time period you want to look at, and celebrate that. You've done a lot. Reject that notion that everything has to be completely perfect, that you haven't done enough. I'm pretty sure you have. You are operating to the best of your ability, even if that doesn't look like what other people expect it to look like. You know, I remember this thing from the first, the first Brene Brown book that I listened to, how she came to the realization that everyone is just doing the best that they can. And I really believe that. It does take some mental hurdles to get to that conclusion. In each of us, our unique history, our experiences, where we're currently at in our lives, nobody's intending to just do bad. Let's create that infrastructure 
as I created the infrastructure of having the leftovers, of having my editorial calendar, of having a system to go over my daughter's homework with her, the more little places we can add structure into our lives, the easier it becomes to have time to take care of ourselves. And when we don't have time to take care of ourselves, look at all of the ways you're already taking care of yourself. Self-care is also getting all of these things done. And what a great practice to look at all the things that you've done and think, I did all of these things today. Yay me. That was amazing. That self-talk, that congratulating yourself, giving yourself permission to feel proud that you've done as much as you have. Even when by other people's standards, it's not enough or it's not good enough. It is. So the small win here is you don't have time. Look at all the wonderful things you've done today. Look at the ways you've shown up for other people. Look at the ways you've gotten things done. Look at the way that you've gotten through the day. Those are all wins. And as I talked about in episode two, about having an expansive mindset, is we create the lens through which we view our lives. We are in control of the mindset through which we approach things. And what if instead of feeling, I didn't even have time to do self-care today. I didn't have time to do anything for myself today. I'm not good at this. You know, the, the spiral of thoughts where you start beating yourself up for not even being able to, to nurture yourself in the way that you wanted to. You already have. You've taken care of a lot of other things. Add that to your list of things you can do to care for yourself is you can just sit down, take three minutes, and write a list of all of the things you've gotten accomplished that day. I was caring for myself in celebrating the things that I'd gotten accomplished. It felt good to acknowledge to myself all of the things that I'd gotten done yesterday as well as all of the infrastructure that I've put in place. And just knowing that having that infrastructure there sets me up for being more productive in all of these things, which will lend itself to me having more time on some days, to taking an Epsom salt bath, to exercising, to doing something else that's more of an active self-care practice. This is more of a passive self-care practice I'm just stopping and acknowledging all of the things that I've gotten done and being proud of myself. Pat on the back. I did it. I got through this day. I did some challenging things. I did some uncomfortable things. I did some boring things, but I got it all done. Yay me. It's as simple as that. Feels pretty good. And with that, I am signing off for this episode. If you haven't had a chance yet, I would love it if you could rate or review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. I would love to hear your feedback. 
Thank you again for listening, my goddesses and enlightened deities. See you next time.